there are a few phrases found in your typical slichas that are actually controversial, and not everyone says it. One of them would be which sounds like there are those that bring in our tefillahs to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, referring to the Malachim. There's a few other ones. There's Midas Arachim, Elayinu Heskagali, Velifnei Koinech Tchinaseinu Hapili. Then you have Malachi Rachim and Meshurs Elyon, Chalunah Pnei Kel, B'meitah Higayin, right? So Ulai Yechos Hamani Vavion, Ulai Yerachim. So you're basically asking for the Malachim to bring in our tefillahs to daven for us. And this is a, a controversial, controversial subject. In YU and many of the yeshivas that follow the psak of Rav Willig Shlita, they do not say this. And it's early, it's, it's, the source is much earlier. Some of the Rishonim already said not to say it. The, the Grah, the Vonagoyin, did not say these either. Even the Chassam Seifer, he writes that when it comes to Machnisi Rachim, he felt that it should not be said. So what he did was, he would schlep out his Tachanon, so he said they were, the, the tzibur, the, the shul would finish slichas, and he was still in the middle of tachanon. So then he would have to go start davening shachras. So that's why he that's how he avoided saying these tefillos of machnisei rachman. So depending on how quick your shul has uh, from vidoy to kaddish, you could also avoid saying machnisei rachman. However, let's discuss what exactly is the controversy and why the minog, the classic minog in Klaiso is to say it. So the truth is there's a, there's a lot more than we're going to get to today, but if you want to just narrow in on one specific Gemara and see where you could have Machlekes, it's basically the Gemara says like this. The Gemara says that... <clears throat> The Gemara, the Gemara is in Tainus Daf Tezayin and Aleph. The Gemara says Lama Yoitz in the base Hakvaris with Tainus Tzibur. Why do we go out to the cemetery when it's a fast day? And the minhag was to go out to the cemetery and to daven. So there's Machlekes Rav Levi Bar Chama and Rav Chanina. One of them said we are Hare Anu Chashuvin Lefanecha Kemesim. We're basically telling Hakadosh Baruch Hu that we are like nothing. We are like dead people, and that's why we go to the cemetery as a form of prayer to show that we are like nothing. And we we are not Bali Gaivo, we're like Mason. Okay? The other one says, Vachadamar, in order that the Mason, the dead people, should daven for us and request Rachamim for us. So very clearly, one can learn the Gemara, according to this Manda Amar, it's mutter to request from the mason, go to the cemetery, go to the rebbe, you go to uh, Nachman's kever, and you say, please be mavakish rachamim for me. Now, that's the classic way to understand the Gemara. However, the Ma'arau and the Maram Shik both say that that's not pshat. Perhaps the Gemara means that we are asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu to have Rachmanus on us b'schus, in the schus of the Mason. And in fact, if you look at uh, later on in, in uh, Arachayim, when the Ramah brings down this minog, the, from the Maril, the Maril says that they used to go out Erev Rosh Hashanah to the basic forest. The Maril says, Don't ask them, they should have for us. No, all we're doing is Mavakshim and Akadosh Baruch Hu, we are requesting from Hashem, Shiyarachim Aleinu Beschus HaMesim, that He should have Rachmanus on us in the Schus of the dead people. So that's 
a different understanding of the Gemara. So you basically have Machlick's head on, head on the understanding of the Gemara. The simple Peshat is definitely unlike this Ma'aril. The simple Peshat is you're allowed to daven to the to you allowed to ask the, the, the Mason, the dead people, to daven for us. And in fact, there are many sources that you see that, it, that this is what was done. There's a Gemara of Adazara, Rabbi Lazar Dai. He asks that the Shemayim Va'aretz should daven for him, and they actually told him, no, we can't because we have to daven for ourselves. But clearly, it was, it was something to, to be said that you're allowed to ask from them to daven for you. Even going back by... By uh, when they, they sent the Maraglim, so Yeshua and Kalev went, and Kalev went to Hebron to to go ask from the Avos from Avnitzak and Yaakov to go down for him. And you see later on throughout throughout Tanakh, throughout the, throughout Shas, that this was something that we did. We always went to Kivrit Tzadikim and asked of them to daven for us. Now some say there's a difference between asking humans versus asking Malachim, but we see even Shemayim Varetz, and, in fact, the Siddur of Amram Goin brings down this concept of saying Machnisi Rachamim, and obviously those that, that, that composed the Piyutim held differently that one is allowed to ask of them to daven for us. So those are the two basic Shittas in the Paiskim. You're allowed to ask of Mason to daven for us, and if you go to any uh, Leviah, especially with uh, the Heimish, uh, uh, a feel to it, they say that a person should be a get debater, which means basically you're asking that they should daven for us. So how do you do that? So this is the source, and this is the classic psak of of uh, of, of Yidin throughout the Darus. Again, the Mishabura brings down this Maril, and that what I'll say is more of a Litvish Mahalach, to only daven b'schus, the Mason, so then, so Hashem should answer our tefillahs. Additionally, there's a question of, of uh, can you ask of a mace to give you a bracha, a bracheni? So the, the best source would be from Chumash. You look in, it says, right? He's asking, Yaakov, you know, ask the Malach to give the, the children a bracha, right? Additionally, Yaakovina himself, earlier on, when he is fighting with the Sar Shalesav, he says, he says to him, I'm not sending you away until you give me a bracha. So you see clearly that you are allowed to ask for brachas from Malachim, and if you say Shalom Aleichem, you sing the, the, the Shalom Aleichem's mirrors Friday night, the second stanza is Baruchoni L'Shalim, right? Baruchoni L'Shalim, you're asking the Malachim to say, to give me brachas. Now again, there are those that do not say this. Look in the Siddur Yaivetz, it says, don't say Baruchoni L'Shalim, but your classic... Mina, Klai Yisrael, look at most Sedura, most Jewish homes, they say, Baruchuni L'Shalayim, they say, Slichas, the way it says it in the Siddur, and that's why many of the great Paiskim, Rav Shmuel Kamenetsky, Rav Asher Weiss, and uh, Rav Asher Feinstein, or Chaim Chelekei, say we don't change the Nusuch, this is what the Nusuch is, and it was written by great Tzadikim, and obviously this is something we do as part of Klai Yisrael. The one thing to avoid, Rav Asher Weiss says, this is Minchas Asher, again, Amayadim, Simon Aleph, he says that what we do avoid is avoido. That's the Ramam says in his Haktama to Parachelik in Sanhedrin. He says the problem is Ein Roy Avdam. We don't serve, we don't worship anything else. So worshiping uh, a, a dead, a dead uh, body, worshiping 
Shemayim, Aretz, Malachim, that's the problem. That's when there's Kfira, that's already a problem. But if it's, if it's, you're asking them to daven for you, even to give you a bracha, a bracha is also some type of tefillah, it's not a problem. That is the minhag and klai. So people go to kibbutz tzaddikim. That's what that's what we say. Malachi rachamim. Again, there's more to this, but we don't want to spend the entire shir on this. Okay, let's keep going. So there are various halachas to consider when one is reciting slichas. First of all, if you're saying slichas in the morning, so if you're saying it at eight o'clock, obviously you should say berchas first. But even if you're saying it earlier, berchas is not based on day. So even if you're if you're starting to say slichas. You know, five in the morning. So still, a person should say berchasatayra once you wake up from your from your sleep. You should say berchasatayra. Although the Ramah says the minog is that we recite uh, brachas. Sorry, we recite sukkim before berchasatayra as long as it's part of davening. If you look at the Mishabura and other achornim, that's only when that was the minog. The minog was in Germany was to say karbanis, and then they said berchasatayra. Today we don't do that. We don't say karbanis and then berchasatayra. If you do say Karbanas, you don't say Psukha de Zirma, then say Berchastara. We say Berchastara right away. So therefore, one should say Berchastara before reciting Slichas. Even if you're going to miss part of the avening, it is important to say uh, the Berchastara. There's a question if someone comes late or someone knows he's not going to have Kavana, be able to say all the all the words of Slichas, should they say an abridged version? And the truth is, many yeshivas, I know Chaim Berlin, they have a, a shorter version of Slichas. Basically, what they do is, they'll say the, the beginning, they'll say Ashrei and Kavish. Kavish, again, is important to say Betzibor. And and they'll say they'll say one or two Pizmainim of the, of the middle Piyutim of Slichas. And then, they'll say the end, Vidoy Shmakalenu. And that's the ikr of slichas, as is quoted in the Siddur of Amram, Amram Goin. So if a person knows they cannot spend an hour saying slichas, and they only have a few minutes, so that would definitely be better, instead of just saying random things, to at least say the first few psukum l'chash matzdaka, say a pizmon, if you're able to, to be with a minion, you want to have your gimel midos, should be said with a minion, Hashem Hashem karach machanon, and you would want to say vidoy, as you'll get the ikr, the the most important component of saying slichas. That's what people do if they if they see the community, the yeshiva. They don't have the patience, the time to say an hour worth of of, uh, of slichas. They'll do that. Additionally, Rav Shmuel Kamenetsky points out, and I think many other places can bring it, bring this down, that we always say it's better to have to do less with more kavana, as opposed to saying, you know, an hour of rambling and not really saying the words. So therefore, a person knows that the shuli davenin goes way too fast, or they just daven slower, so don't skip around. Say your your piyot, your paragraph that you're up to, finish that paragraph. Again, you should pause for Hashem Hashem Karach HaMachan, you want you have to say that with a tzibah, with a minion. But you go back and say your own Wherever you're up to, finish a paragraph. Say you're better off saying one or two complete paragraphs than ten or fifteen uh, incomplete paragraph sentences that that don't connect with each other. So that would be the psak halacha in that situation. We mentioned in a, way back, uh, like seventy shirim ago, if someone is says yirgim midos without a, without a minion, what you should be what you should do. So. Truth is, you should only say it with a minion. It's a it's tavrish pekdusha. However, if a person lanes it, if you use the if you if you if you say it the way you lane from chumash, one is allowed to say Hashem Hashem Karach Machanan. However, Rabbi Shlomo Feinstein and 
And other parts can point out that if you are leaning it, we hold you're not allowed to split sukkim. So you have to say it till the end of the pasuk, which is not brought down in the slichus. You have to actually know the pasuk by heart. But you are not. You cannot just say half sukkim if you're leaning it. If you're davening, so then you could say a half a pasuk. The problem is you don't have a minion. I'm sorry. The problem is you don't have a minion, so you can't daven the yud gimel You only let to do it through leaning. What about wearing a talus? So some svardashim and hagim is that everyone wears a talus when they say slichos. The minig ashkenaz is typically only the shliach tzibor wears a talus. If he puts a talus on at night, so if it's nighttime, let's say one in the morning slichos, so then it's preferable to use, to borrow someone else's talus. That way you avoid making a bracha, you borrow it, and you do not have in mind to own it. That's what you should do. Or you could take a shul's talus and have the same kavana if you cannot borrow. But it's better to avoid wearing your own because you're wearing your own. So you have a question, should I make a bracha or not? We're going to say don't make a bracha. So you end up avoiding the bracha. That's why we say it's better to avoid wearing your own uh, one in the morning slichas. However, the slichas that we recite, let's say, before before Mishiyakar. Um, so you, you're wearing your talus, but you cannot make a bracha yet. But you're going to end up making a bracha on this talus. So in that situation, it's not so important for one to start looking to borrow a talus because anyways, the whole year we do this anyways. We do it all the time. We wear a talus. And if you're davening earlier than, than uh, Mishiach here, you're going to end up making a, ta- making a bracha on talus later on as well. Okay, so tomorrow, Mr. Shem will go through a few last points on the halachas of Slichas, and then we'll get to onto the halachas of Erev Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah, Aseris uh, Yemei Tshuva, as we continue our 12-minute halachas series.